Hey, welcome to the Skyrocket Leadership Podcast, where we discuss leadership through the lens of emotional intelligence that helps you manage your emotions so you can master your life. I'm Mario Hood. I am your host, and I'm so glad that you have joined me for this podcast. On this podcast, I want to talk about self-regard. Self-regard, as defined in the EQ Edge book, is defined as this. It is the ability to respect and accept yourself. It's essentially liking the way that you are. To have a healthy self-regard is to appreciate your perceived positive emotions or positive aspects and possibilities, as well as to accept your negative aspects and limitations and still feel good about yourself. It's knowing your strengths and weaknesses and liking yourself warts and all. This conceptual component of emotional intelligence is associated with the general feelings of security, inner strength, self-assuredness, self-confidence, and self-adequacy. This is important in leadership because a lot of times we only like to focus on our strength and ignore our weaknesses. But if you're going to be a total leader, then you're going to have to embrace self-regard, which looks at both your positive aspects as well as the negative aspects. So there's a quote by Eleanor Roosevelt, and it says this, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So when it comes to self-regard and being a leader, it's important to remember that Regardless of what happens to you, what is said about you, or even what you go through, the way that you picture and experience self-regard determines the outcome as far as how you respond emotionally and how you respond as a leader, because ultimately you are responsible for you. Dr. Josh Friedman says this, what if there was no negative or positive feelings, but instead we have multiple feelings around our core wants and needs. Feelings help us to survive and thrive by pointing us to the opportunities and threats and motivating us to navigate these. While sometimes it seems that the feeling pairs, as he calls them, are opposites, Perhaps they are actually parts of a whole that teaches us to work together and help us to find wisdom. And so these are the examples that he gives, or at least some of them. Love and fear. A lot of times they're seen as opposite. But he says that these feelings tell us about commitment. Both of them do. Love deepens our commitment. Fear actually occurs when we perceive a risk to what we love. Another example, joy and sorrow. These feelings help us to understand what we care about. Joy energizes us to continue what matters. Sorrow strengthens our understanding of what is important to us. Drive and anger. We feel drive, anticipation, or energize to motivate and to move us forward. Anger shows up when we want to move, but we perceive that our way is blocked. And so what these feeling pairs help us to understand when it comes to self-regard and leadership is that there's no such thing as a positive or negative emotion, but at the core of our being, as Dr. Susan David says, 
what is the signpost that those feelings are pointing to, which is a value that we're really at the foundation of who we are. And so when we understand that, then we can start understanding that as leaders, self-regard helps us to navigate the feelings in any situation and see those as signposts to get to the value that is really driving us. And so it's important to understand the difference between self-regard and self-esteem because they're not the same thing. And a lot of doctors and psychologists are now recommending that we move away from self-esteem, not because it's inherently bad, but because self-esteem is about having confidence in one's abilities or one's worth. Simply put, it focuses on the positive aspects of who we are, while self-regard focuses on the totality of who we are, incorporating both those perceived positive and perceived negative things. And so when you're in emotional harmony, people with good self-regard feel fulfilled and satisfied with themselves. They know limitations of both their strengths and weaknesses, and you're okay asking for help in your weaker areas. When you're emotionally hijacked as a leader, you're at the opposite end of the continuum of feelings and you feel as though you are inadequate or inferior. You have no sense of limits and you seem like you have to know it all. And so as leaders, we want to incorporate, whether you're a parent, whether you're a CEO, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a big brother uh, or big sister, as leaders, you want to incorporate both strength and weaknesses into your leadership style and who you are, especially when it comes to emotions, because you want to know how to navigate the situation as best as possible by seeing your emotions as signposts that point to the deeper value that you are being driven by. And so I want to encourage you as leaders to begin to tap into your understanding of self-regard and really to see that there is no such thing as a positive or negative emotion, but it's something that's pointing you to a deeper meaning. And so when you find yourself in a meeting and maybe you're bored, where boredom is the opposite end of the feeling pair of creativity. And so boredom may actually point to uh, that you are motivated by growth, as Dr. Susan says. And at this point in time, you're feeling like you're not growing as a person. So instead of checking out, then you need to find the things small changes that will help you to continue to feel like you're growing, whether you're in a meeting, whether you're in a company or whatever it may be, so that you don't check out of the situation, but you can be present in the situation. So begin to see self-regard as both the positive and negative aspects of who you are and grow them both. Don't regulate one away for the other, but incorporate them into your total self. Well, thank you for joining the Skyrocket Leadership Podcast, where we discuss leadership through the lens of emotional intelligence that helps you to manage your emotions and master your life. I'm Mario Hood, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.